Hello, and welcome to the Amateur Skeptics Podcast, number 164. I'm your host, Brian. Joining me this evening, some say that he used to be a stormtrooper, but they kicked him out when he tried to eat Darth Vader. We know him as Mac. I have no response to that. <laughs> oh, okay. Some say she's actually dead, but the Grim Reaper is too scared to tell her. We know her as Mad Cat. The bastard should be scared. <laughs> Some say he's contracted every known STD known to man and has inflatable breasts that get him out of speeding tickets. We know him as the dumbass himself. Well, I know. That isn't a monster in my life. <laughs> I'm just happy to see you. <laughs> How's everybody doing this evening? Doing okay. Doing pretty good. Not too bad. <clears throat> Those intros are all stuff that they've introduced the Stig from Top Gear with. <laughs> fun. <laughs> I thought they were fun. Uh, <clears throat> how, well, how is everybody? I'm doing okay. I'm in. You just I, that. I know I did. I did a I did a blog post today where I introduced a new material to the Marvel Universe. Okay. I have a I have a throw with Captain America's shield on it that I believe is made of vulurbranium. Well, I'm sorry, vulurbranium. Volurbranium. And what is volurbranium? Volurbranium, not vibranium, but volurbranium right. is a special material woven in Wakanda that uh, will stop the hostility of green cheek conures by making them want to roll in it. I see. So, how does it compare to unobtainium? Unobtainium? That's a terrible name for an elephant. <laughs> an element. But a great name and for, an, for elephant. an elephant, too. That's very <laughs> true. For an elephant, too. You're right. All right. Well, are we ready to masturbate? Mad Cat? Mm. Um, come on, Mad Cat. No, no. <laughs> I'll just go in the other room with my hubby. <laughs> he can do it for me. The Amateur Skeptics present Ian's Masturbation Moment, brought to you by the Dumbass Media Empire. The Dumbass Media Empire, bringing you content that touches people while they touch themselves. Anthony Weiner is not a sex addict. <gasps> For shame, I, dumbass! What are you? What are you trying I, to tell us? I think he should be with a name like that. <laughs> Weiner. <laughs> yeah. Weiner. Yeah. Well, um, there's a a lot of like pop psychology out there, um, really uh, calling a lot of things addictions that uh, they really shouldn't be. And um, the thing is, addiction has a very specific term. Like we we can talk about addiction and be like. Oh, I'm addicted to these cookies, and it, it's not quite the same the same thing as an actual addiction. And people are talking about it in a way that um, really doesn't do justice to people who actually have. What that's what this article here is talking about. Well, so I mean, we've um, talked about act- we've talked about this before, and we know that a sex addict is not in the DSM. Right. Not we. I think we talked about porn addiction before. Oh, okay. Well, but it, this this is the same thing. Yeah. We we talked no we've talked about sex addiction yeah it, yeah and I, I thought it would be a, a good chance to bring it up again uh, I thought this article I thought it was perfect because there was talk about Anthony Weiner being a sex addict and people going into therapy for this kind of thing and the fact is that psychologists don't recognize sex addiction uh, as a diagnosis and there's some so very who's good running for these that. programs Christians that's scary that if they don't oh 
Well, this, this is very, there is very much a religious bent to a lot of these sex addict things. And the, and the thing is, is that the only people that, um, have claimed that sex addiction, you know, are, are people that are claiming that they're, they're addicts, right? Um, that's for the most part. And, and other religious people are, who, who use that as a, as a label for, for somebody who's, you know, committed adultery and stuff like that. I mean, it's a pretty broad description. Ah. Yeah. So basically, it's and just wait, wait. a uh, card to get out of jail. In some ways, kind of, yeah. yeah, yeah. People will yeah. forgive you in, in a lot of these cases if you say, "Oh, I'm a recovering sex addict going through the, the mm-hmm. treatment and stuff." Yeah. So it looks like you're taking responsibility. The thing is, you know, like there there are some people who do things, certain things in excess, including sex or porn or whatever, mm-hmm. and um, in, in a way that's a little unhealthy. But um, uh, there there are like psychological uh, things that um, problems that can, people can have, and people need to be given treatment for that. But talking about addictions have has a very specific meaning, and they have those meanings for a good reason. So, what are the and meanings? Part of it. Um, well, I, I I think the main thing I think uh, you can take away from this article is that well, the one one big thing that uh, people who are true addicts, say addicted to porn or sex, don't show is that um, the the stimulus uh, when you when you get a dose of the stimulus uh, with true addicts after a while. That uh, that pleasure you get from that stimulus starts to fade, and so you need to get more and more of it in order to get the same amount of pleasure. But aren't but isn't this not what they're saying about porn? This is this is what okay. So this is what they're saying is that so when people start looking at porn, or it um. I'm going to use porn because that's the because it's the best one for my analogy. Is that they'll, they'll start out with something light, but the next time they have to they have to find more and more you know kinky stuff to to to, to, get, to get that dopamine hit. See, the thing is, there's no evidence that that's the way it progresses. So yeah, I, the thing is, when people who uh, who get tested to get their brains scanned while they're looking at sexually explicit materials, uh, they don't show a degradation of the pleasure they get from those materials over time. I actually hadn't heard. I, I, I mean, I don't. I don't buy the analogy, but I hadn't heard that before. That that there was no degradation, and and I believe that too because, quite frankly, the things that turn me on pretty much turn me on. Right? I can go back to them over and over again. I have to be in the right mood sometimes, but but it isn't like it's like oh I've already I've already seen this. It's like no, if I'm in the right mood, it fucking does it. People wonder why I would keep a uh, uh, keep a, a collection of porn on a, on a hard drive um, when I tell them that I. Uh, my favorite stuff is just because you know my favorite stuff I, i'll go back to right and uh, we've yeah. had this conversation before you know um because i don't keep a collection but i know where to find it every time not that hard it's just not difficult <laughs> okay so i guess i guess my question about this article is it says that anthony weiner is not a sex addict but it doesn't really say why he's i'm not. sorry you call him anthony weiner i did it's anthony weiner but you know what but, okay. but both analogies are apt I, I realize that. Weiner is actually the correct pronunciation in German of the name. Well, but that's not how he pronounces it. He, isn't it, he pronounces it Weiner, doesn't he? Okay. I think so. Yeah. That's, the way, that's the way all the news pronounce yeah. it. I assume that's the way he pronounces it as well. Right. Or maybe the news just likes to say it that way. I don't think so. I think I, I do think I've heard him well, say. Well, what, 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 no, I, we, we, should, we should call him. What was his name? Carlo <clears throat> uh, Danger or something. Okay. Well, hold, hold on. I'm I'm looking it up, and actually, it looks like uh, it looks like Weiner was the name they gave his family at Ellis Island. Um, the original German name was Trausersteig. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. I made you mean it wasn't drunk? Drunk? No, no. Mr. <laughs> Mr. Trouser Snake here. 
Mr. Trouser Snake. Okay. Well, because here's the thing: is that you, I, I don't know. I mean, everybody is familiar. Anthony Weiner is is the guy who was sending dick pics to women through Twitter, and and he was a congressman, and he had to step down because of this. And quite frankly, the 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 problem here, it, to me, is not the fact that he was doing this. It, it's a, it's that he. It was that he was doing this and his wife didn't know about it, right? The, the, this is infidelity because him and his wife don't have an agreement that allows him to have these have these extramarital relationships. So, uh, isn't that the primary yeah. function of Twitter, though? Uh, dick pics. It it could yes. be. Yeah, it could be. <laughs> I thought that was the primary function of Snapchat. Yeah, Snapchat. <laughs> I thought that was the primary function of the internet. <laughs> well, no, the Internet's primary function is to be able to provide an uninterrupted stream of, pornogra- of pornography to the military. Yeah, in case of a time of emergency. To everyone. Yeah. <laughs> it was invented the so that the president... The Internet porn. That's right. <laughs> and cats. And cat, and cat videos, right? <clears throat> and cat videos. No, but... Hey, cat videos are porn uh, to well, something. One thing, thing I wonder... Is uh, how he didn't get better at this over time. Well, yeah, because he got caught again. Yeah, that's that is my main concern. Is is that I don't think, based upon his behavior, he may not be smart enough to represent me in Congress. I I, I don't know, but you know, here's the thing: Did any of the things that he did prevent him from being a good legislator? I mean, really? I mean, I don't care about any of that uh, that stuff about it in a legislator for myself, whether he's loyal to his wife or whatever. I mean, it's, it's, it it's one has nothing to do with the other. However, I mean, if he's harassing people, that's a completely different. Thing. It is. It is. Yeah, exactly. But was he was he harassing these women? I don't think so. I think that most of this was considered consensual. I don't think that anybody declared was claiming harassment. Were they? Not that I've heard. Yeah, I mean, that, that you're right. That would then be a, that would be different har- if they're not claiming that they've been harassed by him. It's his own. It's yeah, his I I thought that. Pull. Okay, my understanding is that this stuff was, that it was consensual between the people. Um, and it just got leaked. It got out. But, you know, we have. That's we, usually what happens if you have two or more people together doing something. Yeah. That's right. Three people can keep a secret if two of them are dead. Yep. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> but I mean, like, I, I've, uh, I've done stuff with women online, and none of them know my identity. Are you sure? I'm fairly certain. <laughs> well, dumbass, know, would, it surprise you to know that, would it surprise you to know that one of the women you've done stuff online with has been Brian? <laughs> No, no, that would not surprise me at all. <laughs> <laughs> so you were talking about cows again, huh? Yeah. <laughs> cows are sexy. What's your problem? Hey, no problem. It's just I know what my cousin likes. <laughs> uh, so um, here's the thing is that... Uh, the the bigger the bigger uh, the the kind of the bigger social problem is here is that we have constrained ourselves to this idea of monogamous uh, relationships and it doesn't work for everybody and it isn't going to work for everybody but yet because there's this stigma um that um about polyamory you you're gonna you're gonna have this kind of stuff all the time because I mean we we know that like so when when you first, well I mean. I mean, it's better nowadays, too, because, uh, like, on the Internet, you can pretty much find anybody who's into the same thing you are. So if you're not into a monogamous relationship, you can put that in your dating profile, or you can go to, like, polyamory groups and stuff, and okay. have polyamory meetups. But in the United States, if, if Anthony Weiner were and him and his wife were to be <clears throat> polyamorous, and it came out mm-hmm. while he was in Congress, it would be a scandal. And, and, and for what? Yeah, that that is true. And so, so I mean... It's, it's because even though... 
there's a huge number of people who are into something other than a monogamous relationship. We're ashamed not to be monogamous right? because of the prevailing, prevailing morality from the 50s that we're still holding on to. I'm looking for someone other than my wife. Other than my wife. Now, now, Brian, you said that cows are sexy. I believe you said that, correct? Oh, sure. Go ahead. So, so you're saying something in the way she moves attracts you no, like no utter lover. <laughs> That's utterly ridiculous. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I don't know. thing. Here, here's the thing: is that I think in this case, Anthony Weiner was technically cheating, right? Because him and his wife, you know, as far as I know, that nothing's come out saying that. That you know that 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 they knew this stuff was going on, but I suspect, like with Bill and Hillary, and I could be wrong. I think that I think that Hillary pretty much knew that he would that you know that that he would have these ex, extramarital affairs and stuff like that because she didn't react I mean, to it whatsoever. Exactly, there's no reaction. I mean, uh, uh, I mean, and it, and it could be that she actually knew and and was like, yeah, you go ahead and do your stuff online. I mean. Right. Even if it's cheating online, it's like cheating light if you're doing stuff online with women and not meeting them in person or whatever. Uh, sure, I mean, and she, she could have been, she could have been, she could have been totally approved of it. But now she's she's running for office or something, right? Right. She yeah she, yeah a little office called the presidency. So she 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 can't show like even if she did, she can't show right now exactly that right. uh, that she approved of that mm-hmm. or condoned it or anything. She has to go. to she just doesn't say anything about it, right? She yeah. and that's the thing is that she was she was silent on the whole thing. There was never any outrage, no nothing. They, she they, she just went about her business, doing her thing, right? So he's dealing with this scandal, and we didn't hear anything from her about it, which is, uh, you know, to me, it, it's like it's telling that there there might have been, you know, some acknowledgement that this was happening, and and it was, and it was although you know, to, to maybe me, not. this is just speculation. We're not, it's, we can't say one way. It's or total speculation. But Hillary's a Hillary's a smart lady. <clears throat> no matter what else you think about her, she's a very intelligent woman, and he's he had been doing this stuff long before he was president he did it as the governor of arkansas yeah he did it you know probably pretty much from from college on let me let me put it to you this way my hope is that that they have some sort of an open relationship agreement and that in that he you know and and they're doing their thing right and they have the and they have this core relationship and and these you know and all these other things don't matter that, that's, that's what I, that, that, be truthful about what you want. Right, exactly. So, but here's the thing is that even it, it, whether I'm right or wrong, um, you know, if, if well, okay, to say if I'm right and that and that were to come out for some reason, oh, she'd be she'd be done, right? And she'd be she'd be crucified. That that's the yeah. scandal. That scandal is innocuous as it seems to me. Well, or um, is that the right word? I don't know. Anyway, that is the small innocuous, yeah, yeah, um, would destroy her 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 career. Exactly, right. and and, and uh, for what? I mean, like, especially when you consider that uh, Trump was uh, has been uh, threatening to go after Hillary about Bill's affairs and hold her responsible for them. He was he was saying things along those lines, right? I, I think I, I mean I think a lot of people would be disgusted by him doing that, but there is a, a feeling out there that oh she should have well, been more she should have known should have been tougher on him should have should have right but we know actually if Trump did that that would be tantamount to victim shaming and that would actually lose him points that probably it could it could but here's the thing is that isn't hasn't he had affairs don't we know that he's had affairs he has well, actually no he has kids he uh, he's been perfectly faithful he's been completely faithful he only cheated on wife number one with wife number two. 
and he cheated on wife number two with wife number three. So that technically is fidelity. <laughs> <laughs> it's just um, temporarily temporarily displaced fidelity. Ah, ah. He gets married, he has whatever fun he wants, and then tosses them and gets the next one. Right, and, and, and here's the thing is that, they, man, the, the moral majority has said boo about it. I mean, they've been they've been so silent. I mean, the the Christians have been. He's talking about how Christian he is, and but and nobody and, and nobody is talking on that. You know, they they're not saying anything about their candidates' affairs. You know, and having three. You know, marriage <clears throat> is destroying this country. Right. Well, it's it's the lady and the tiger. You know, you don't dare get off, or else you'll get eaten. At this point, they are basically they're basically riding this monster, and they might enjoy being eaten. If if they let go, then everything's over. Oh, here here's here's a here's a good title. I I don't know. I don't. I um, this one is Donald Trump that um, and it says proud adulterer blames women for not stopping husbands' adultery. <laughs> go Trump, go. He oh. disrespects women in the first place, and then he disrespects them for not being able to stop. Yes, yeah, so he's like talking about to, he's talking about the whatever. presidential oh, affair. Oh, hold on, hold on. He he disrespects women, but you know if you call him on it, they deserved it. You forgot about that part. Well, there is that as well. He completely disrespects everything. <laughs> well, he's got incredible judgment. He said so. Well, yeah, yeah, and he knows and a lot. Of, he knows he, he words. Has the, he knows he has lots the best of words. Judgment, the best judgment and he, the best words and the best Huge words. <laughs> uses all the best words. Anyway, yeah. you know. So I mean, to go back to Anthony Weiner here, who. <clears throat> To me, this this I mean, it just seems the fact that he had to step down from Congress for this for something I could give a shit about. Right. Because uh, it doesn't. But he had to step down. He wasn't going to. But he's forced to step down by his party. I mean, I, I have a feeling, you know, as I as I look at this, I think the party probably wanted an excuse to make him step down. Well, I, I think that I, I don't know. This is the kind of thing that Maybe. gets covered up. Yeah, that that could be. I'm not sure how it got leaked, right? That might not have been possible with the digital age. Depends on who leaked it. Yeah. Maybe he accidentally te- uh, texted out in the wrong text. Well, that could be too. I forget what the I forget what the content is. But the, the bottom line is he's he he is no sex addict, and if he claims so, he should be shamed as such, uh, shamed for it for 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 claiming such a stupid thing. Yes, he likes to have sex. He likes to have sex with a woman. You know, here's the thing: is that we know that when people you know get together and fall in love, that 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 feeling that they have between them. Uh, is a chemical reaction that lasts somewhere between two to three years, right? And then, and then, and then your body, and then your chemistry changes, and 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 so so the, your your relationship with that person has to evolve. It has to change because you're not going to have that same initial feeling with that person forever. It it just cannot happen. It it is a it is a chemical impossibility. So these things are are going to happen, and and when we and when there's so much shame attached to them, it's hard to, it's hard for anybody to talk to their partner and say, listen. I, I, you know, I mean, how, how can we, how can we fix this so we can stay together and, 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 and you know, and, and, and fix some of these things? You can't have those conversations with people when there's so much stigma attached. Yeah. And some people just have higher sex drives than their partners. Sure. And that is true. Uh, and, uh, and that's an imbalance that, uh, people need to talk over. And, um, it's, it's people will often put that as a sex addiction if they have like a, a higher sex drive. But really, it, um, some people just naturally have higher sex drive. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And, and, and if it's it handled properly, yeah, and if it's handled properly, it doesn't have to be a huge issue. Nope. 
but yeah, the, the biggest point here is that um, there's a good reason that uh, the that uh, Sex Edition isn't in the DSM, um, and uh, he, the, that people who have diff- these different kinds of issues, addiction issues, need to be treated differently uh, than other types of issues uh, that might involve just you overdoing something. I'm trying to find it right now, but um, Dr. Daryl Ray talked about this on his podcast, and I guess he. Yeah, he had a very good episode with, uh, um, I forget his name, but he, he wrote a book on the subject. Uh, a, he's a psychologist, I believe. Yeah, I... You can put a link to that in the show notes. Yeah, if I can find it, I'll put a link to his podcast because it was really good. And and he's talked about sex addiction several times, but yeah, you're, I I think we're, t- we're thinking of the same article. In any case, maybe it's time to move on to dress code shaming. Dress code shaming? Dress code. There's no shame in dress codes, is there? Especially in schools, shame there are. violating them and dressing like a floozy. <laughs> so here's here's how why this came up. Okay, so we came from Colorado, right? And uh, and and if you if I put in um, there's a the, uh, the dress codes um, for both Jefferson County and um, for uh, for Katie ISD, which is our new. And uh, they are quite a bit different. <clears throat> so the Katie or the Jeffco School District is mostly worried about gang colors and gang jewelry and gang stuff. Okay, and so that's what they're because that'll prevent kids from being gangs uh, because they can't wear their colors. I, I yeah I guess right. We can, and we can and we can discuss you know that, that that's probably ridiculous, but I, I you know okay they, for that because but clearly for them that's a safety issue. Right. That, that, at least they believe it is. Um, the other piece is that uh, to avoid injury and disease, shoes will be worn at all times, basically. Uh, and then students should be reasonably clean for a matter of general health and welfare. Th- those are the three things that they cover. Not mostly reasonable. Mostly reasonable. Um, you know, I never felt that that uh, we had a big gang problem. Um, but Denver schools probably dealt with that more than we did. Um, probably Adams County as well. Um, but it's Jeff possible goes, that you yeah. didn't have a big gang problem because they put that in in effect proactively. Maybe I, I don't know. I, I couldn't really speak to that. <clears throat> but then, if you look at the Katie ISD dress code, and it seems to be, you know, it's not just Southern state, but Southern particularly seem to have the most dress code. Um, in, in my anecdotal, you know, look at this, it, it, when you hear about this stuff, except for Oregon, which is not a southern state, that, but they've had problems with dress code. Um, man, the, the problem with these dress codes is that they're just so ambiguous. And and to, to just to demonstrate what um one of the problems, hair, hair must be clean, well groomed, and out of out of the eyes. Okay, that seems pretty reasonable. On. Um, and shall be a non-distracting hair color and style in in color that is styled in a way that is neither distracting nor uh, conspicuous. How what would it... be considered a distracting hair color? Exactly. What the fuck does that mean? And so what? That the... seems like that's <clears throat> way open to interpretation. Oh, it is. It's way <clears throat> very heavily. So here's the thing: is that the ki- the schools that my kids go to, they don't in- they don't seem to enforce this heavily at all. Right. But the potential for abuse here is is incredible. What 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 they told us at the junior high, what they told the kids is that um, you couldn't have rainbow hair, that that's what they would consider distracting. And 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 let's not or nor conspicuous. What the fuck is conspicuous in hair? 
What could that possibly mean? Well, I mean, it how distracting can rainbow hair be? Like, you, you look at a girl with rainbow hair uh, a couple times, like, oh, that's interesting. She has rainbow hair. It's interesting. And then you ignore it. The interesting thing that you said there is girl. Yeah. Yeah. Well, guys don't usually dress with, dress with rainbow hair, but in in a Sunday. Japanese anime, rainbow hair is a perfectly natural color. <laughs> right. So, but he, the problem is that these dress codes are mainly being enforced on girls. Now, if we go up here, so the the, the other piece of the dress, and and I would say that this dress code is not particularly bad, um, as far as as far as dress codes go. Now, I think it's bad, but. When we start, when we start talking about some of the other reasons that people have been sent home, there is way worse dress codes out there. And I, I haven't heard uh, of the of the school um, sending anybody anybody home for dress code violations at this point. So, um, they where is it in here? Shirts and blouses. So, and this is where things get stupid, in my opinion. So, the girls cannot wear spaghetti straps. Do you guys know what those are? Yeah, spaghetti straps are just really thin straps that. Go from the right. shirt. So, so I take it they also can't wear tube tops. I I assume not. not. I assume tube tops not. I'm looking at this one article you posted here. A girl got sent home because her uh, shirt apparently showed her collarbone. Okay, and that one in particular is egregious, and and so uh, and I definitely want to talk about that one. Um, Hold on, I'm, I'm looking at her collarbones and fanning myself. Ooh la la. I. I <laughs> <laughs> okay, no she broke no, wait, her wait, wait, collarbone. Wait. And she was blamed for. No, no, she she. Her shirt showed off, showed off her collarbone. Okay. <gasps> oh so, my gosh. Yeah, exactly. So girls, so the girls can't wear spaghetti straps, but they can wear tank tops. The boys cannot wear tank tops. They have to wear t-shirts. Oh. Now that's fucking insane to me. Number one, I don't, I don't care about the spaghetti straps as it is. I, I think that that's stupid. That 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 they've made that a rule. Um, and okay, but. Let's say that that's not okay. You then I would say tank tops for boys and girls, right? You can go as far as a tank top. Well, wait a second, but not boys. Boys cannot wear tank tops. Where is the logic in this? It promotes uh, Guidoism. <sighs> sure. They don't want boobie show. Well, even but, man boobies. Even man boobies. Yeah. So so um the uh, sh- uh, the shorts must come down to it says. Mid thigh. No, so now here's the thing is that no, a lot of times they'll measure it by people's hands, but you know, it's like, how are you going to get out a ruler and measure mid thigh? And you know, are you going to measure the thigh and do the subtraction? I mean, mid thigh could be subjective and it could be, and it's going to look different on different people. So I, but I mean, it is a little bit more objective than hair cannot be distracting or cons- nor conspicuous. Yeah. Um, you that's. Know, it's a little. Uh, that's that one is. It's very ambiguous. Yeah, extremely right. So, and I what what I've told the kids is I've said, listen, if you want to challenge any of these, I said we'll we'll do it, we'll challenge it. But I said, let me know and let me know what you're gonna do, <laughs> and, and we'll go from there. I I suspect. And like kids, you 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 just keep on saying that to them, like, Dad, we don't want to challenge it. Come on, we don't want to. Stop asking us to challenge it, Dad. <laughs> well, okay, yeah, exactly. It's not the sixties, Dad. Come on. <laughs> yeah, but they don't. They don't. They, I mean, the, what the kids wear, except for they do like the spaghetti straps. I mean, most of my kids' clothes, it seems like their their shirts and, and dresses are all, you know. But here's the thing: is that these dress codes, they are about <laughs> the um, observer and not the observer, because the people that are making these judgment calls. They're the ones that the, that this dress code is about. They're the ones that are like, oh, that's inappropriate. Well, it's inappropriate because you say so, 
What what do you find inappropriate about it? Or that's too sexy. Well, miss, listen, Mrs. Pedophile, what are you doing sexualizing my kid in the first place? I mean, the, very true. Yeah, I mean, so the some of this stuff is extremely odd, and the reasons, and they they they, they find try to find they have to justify it, right? So the justifications are are off the wall. So number one, a lot of these dress codes were subjective to begin with, and then when people started to say, "Why do you have that?" then they had to come up with reasons, and the reasons are out of control. You want to hear something really amazing and sick? Yeah. I know somebody who had this this same kind of stuff pulled on pulled on them at work at their job. Okay, uh, what was threatened to be written up for having worn a tank top while not at work, but coming into work and coming into the locker room. That's ridiculous. I thought so. Hmm. I mean, why in the world would uh, some people look at it as well? We're just respecting our the look you give to people outside but what kind of job is she in in the first place it's a restaurant worker but she was changing into her uniform so yeah that's that's ridiculous so they didn't want so did she come in through the front or the back i don't remember it, it doesn't matter it was ridiculous i mean it is yeah, ridiculous yeah. i'm just it looking is. at it because of sure. the factor that i know how some uh, restaurants deal with things because I've worked in restaurants uh, before when sure. I was much younger and it, it, much it more stable. Down, it comes down to shaming people, though. And right. Yes, exactly. It is a shaming. It's it's it, it it boils down to it's a hammer that you can beat somebody with, and mm-hmm. it's it's really a kind of a disturbing trend. So this the the one that you guys keep talking about from the HuffPo. The ridiculous dress code rule that made this teen's outfit inappropriate. So this this teenage and this is a this is a Kentucky uh, student. So she goes to school in Kentucky somewhere, southern state. Big surprise. But actually, you know, I say that, but this this is happening all over the place. These ridiculous dress codes. So she the the, the photo here, and she's wearing a uh, a t shirt. And uh, I don't know what kind of T-shirt that is. I mean, it's kind of spandexy material or whatnot. And yes, you can see her collarbone. I, I their dress code must have said, make sure you can't see their collarbone. Uh, you 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 can't expose your collarbone. So which means basically a, a T-shirt that you know is is basically choking you. And but you you look at her, that's not dress sexy. You know, she's got a shirt over, you know, she's got some sort of it's, shirt over the T-shirt that has long it's sleeves. It's extremely casual. It's extremely casual and to me fairly conservative right i mean i would call that conservative if i was gonna if i think of conservative dress i mean that i think that fits doesn't it i would say so i don't know she's got that right sleeve rolled up provocatively almost to the elbow right so she gets she gets sent to the principal's office for this and you know they call her parents big fucking wasted time and the mom brings her a scarf it's so, a beautiful scarf yeah it's a great scarf yeah yeah, yeah. so once again now we're wearing a scarf Oh, and and then they 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 nope, that's not good enough. Now the scarf is inappropriate. Maybe they think she had uh, had. Uh, How was the scarf inappropriate? Uh, I don't know. How was the they shirt probably inappropriate? Thought that she was trying to cover up uh, nookies. Um, you mean hickeys? Hickeys. Yeah. Thank okay. You. Yeah. Um, the scarf was brought to her by her mom. We can see in the yeah. previous one. There's no hickeys to cover up. Yeah, uh, and we can see that the scarf pretty much covers up her collarbones. Right. So that's the only thing I can think of them a reason for them to call it out because there's no reason to really call it out in the first place. No. And it's a stupid reason, even if it was. Mm. I mean, they have no reason to call out anything like that. 
No, but so here's what here's here's what I think the main point is. I think the main thing is that a lot of grown men have trouble dealing with the fact that teenage girls are sexually attractive. Okay, and here's the thing: is that one of the things that they keep saying is that you'll distract the boys. So boy, so so boys are made to be these these little monsters that can't control themselves and we have to shelter them so that they can learn and 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 the girls are supposed to facilitate that by not uh not not dressing in such a way that will distract these monsters over here and this and, is, and i think it's yeah and i think it's mostly the adult male who, who don't well, want to be don't don't want to recognize the fact that no, teenage girls I, I are just, sexually attractive and they, they don't want to even think about that and, and if, if a girl shows any skin or, or anything whatsoever, that causes them to think about that. Oh, that teenage girl is actually attractive, but a lot oh, of, I've got to I've got to stop my mind from thinking that direction. She she's tempting me in inappropriate places. A lot of the shaming, like a lot of the yeah, shaming and, is and, coming from the women teachers. A lot of this is is the is female teachers that that are that are sending the students. They're they're the ones a lot of times that are are picking out the inappropriate. And and it's really mm. interesting too because the it's the women teachers mostly who insult and treat women, younger women who have larger breasts like dirt. Right, and so in uh, one of, you know a fourteen yeah. year old whose whose hormones just go nuts and they have big breasts. They insult and they call a hooker and all that other stuff. That's yeah, so uh, I think a lot of this shaming is coming from other women. I think that this is women shaming women again, much like you know we we, we see with um, a lot of these magazines, sh- fashion magazines, and stuff like that. Um, Did you get that from female that. Uh, What's that? Did you get that from female teachers or something? No, a hmm. friend of mine, her daughter um, had a very large breast from the time she was like twelve years old. And she'd go to school, and everyone would treat her badly. And the worst ones were the women. So um, they'd call her a hooker and a slut and everything just because she had big breasts. I mean, it's so one of the like documentaries made... <laughs> that I put in here. A documentary they called it "Shame," uh, a, des- a dress code do- documentary. And so these um, these girls all talk about um, you know violations that they have gotten and that their friends have gotten. And and they and they go through them and there's is she in this one she might be in another one there's one woman or girl I I don't know uh, she's fairly young she's a young lady and she has big breasts she's not a skinny girl and she in particular was shamed by other women teachers you know telling well you know we have yeah. I I know what it's like to have big girls and we have to dress differently and so and so it's like it ends up being this uh-huh. the, 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 there's separate rules for women with big breasts than with women with small breasts that you have to adhere to. So here's the thing is that the, here, there just ends up being a hell of a lot of shaming for of women. And dress codes end up being facilitated in a way to, to shame women. And instead of dealing – if there really is a disruption, if, if there really is a problem with the way that somebody's dressed and somebody's having a problem with that, the person that should be addressed is the one that, that is distracted, the one that ha- that is causing the you know, that, that's actually being the disruption. You know, if they're giggling and looking at a girl, they're the ones that need to be addressed. But it's more difficult to address the root problem, the real problem, and it's much easier to just shame a girl. It is. And well, it's... you know, women aren't supposed to be getting education anyway, so <laughs> they they only need enough they need to know enough to cook and make babies. Barefoot and then uh in the kitchen. Yeah, they're pregnant those, in the kitchen. Some of those attitudes still exist for sure. Yep. Now, I wonder though if some of these dress code violations are happening because of 
that it's it's something that easily lends itself to I can use this to attack this particular student. So it may be a situation where it's it's personal. But there's and the thing. it really sucks when it gets personal between a teacher and a kid. But there are times when it does. Right. But here's that the thing: is, is that so? So you're right. So this could be a um, a student and a teacher that are having an issue, and they're using the dress code as a way to punish the student. And this is the problem once again: a problem with the dress code. They're being abused. And we see, and and I don't know all the reasons that that we're seeing this. So the documentary with the with the girl that I'm referring to is called uh, Dress Code Documentary. It's a Middleton Academy film filmmaking, and so they in particular go um, to talk about. The, well, they all talk about dress code violations, and um, there is one there's one documentary, and I think it's this one. Maybe it's the Middleton Academy that that the boys actually talk about a restrictive dress code and that they have a problem with. I found one documentary. I found one one piece of information about um, boys who had a problem with the dress code, but only one. I, and I didn't find anywhere where there was a problem, extreme problems with dress code violations with men or, or boys. I didn't find you know young men weren't having these problems. So, but yeah, so this one in particular has a girl in it who is um, she's not a skinny girl. Right. She she she's a um, uh, you know, she, and she's got she's got large. Rotund. Breasts. Yeah. Um, I mean, she's I, I, I don't know. I mean, she's she's still, a larger woman. She's a lot. Yeah. But she I mean, she, she's still a girl. I mean, she's still very young. And she in particular has had problems with other teachers uh, and, and, mm-hmm. and, and, and women that, that are telling her not not to, you know, uh, that want her to be uh, more modest, I guess, whatever that means. Well, once again, there's a there's a there's a word that is completely subjective: modesty. What the hell does dressing modest mean? And everybody has a different explanation for this. And we did remember when we talked about the the dresses for the prom dresses and stuff like that. Um, that the and the Mormons that were making all of the um the dresses that were um uh, appropriate. Mm-hmm. I mean, and and we went through every single one of uh, all that stuff, and every single one of their their um their ideas of what was modest was slightly different. There's no consistency. Mm-hmm. So well, I mean, and you, you, you brought up like um, women with uh, extra curves on them and there are different um, standards for them in a lot of time. And they, a lot of the time they do really look good in the same outfit that senior girls made as well, if they're made well mm-hmm. for them and stuff and they fit well. But people still think that they shouldn't wear them, shouldn't show off the same amount of skin or whatever. Right. So, uh, and uh, that that shows up like uh, it's a it's a slightly different issue, but it shows up. Uh, I went to Walmart, took pictures of this a few years back. Look, looked in like the uh, plus size section, and pretty much every single dress that you see in there was like a, a flower printed muumuu, either that or something with. Uh, it is very hard to get the good dresses for larger women. Right, but here's the thing: they're larger that- girls. When we do see this, we see something that's a, that that somebody deems appropriate on one <coughs> on one girl is not appropriate on another because of breast size a lot of times and, and curves, mm-hmm. right? So we see a lot of double standards with these dress codes. They, so they're applied differently to different people, which is inappropriate. It is, and it's very very heavily hit on. Like you said, it's different for sizes of girls because of right. So I don't know people's opinions on what they're supposed to be able to wear and everything yeah but the problem is is that like you said people have different different beliefs on how they're supposed to look and many people have an easy way out on insulting people if a person is larger sure because it seems to be much easier to insult a larger person than it is to insult a smaller person because 
no, it's just a natural thing that you bug the person who's larger. Right. Exactly. Well, it's it's easier to shame them. You know, and, and we exactly. see this, and we see this with, with with you know even like Ashley Graham, right? Who is one of the most gorgeous women out there, you know, modeling, uh, and because she isn't a what a size six, you know, she gets she gets a lot of uh, you know there's a lot of shaming towards her. Luckily, she's in a place where it doesn't bother her, and you know, it shouldn't. Yeah, but it is a natural thing. Like we were talking about that a couple was it last week? Uh, we were talking about how that woman from um, Ghostbusters. Right, exactly. New Ghostbusters. Mm. Yeah. Leslie Jones. Yeah, they Leslie were Jones. teasing her because she was so big. Yeah, right. And and here's the thing is that 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 um um that uh frosted tip douchebag was was talking mm-hmm. about how one of the things that he 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 doesn't think that it's okay for people to start accepting body styles like like Amy Schumer and and, and these women. So that has to be stopped. The trolls have got to stop this because it, because it's not okay to see this as, as acceptable. Exactly. Yeah, but so I mean, no one wants to stop them, and the bigger people are still an easy target. Well, no, I I would say that a lot of people want to stop them. Hopefully, because we want to stop them, right? So I wouldn't say nobody. Um, but but there um there is a there are trolls out there who certainly yeah. Well, it's because the, if they want to insult someone, I mean, right? You have to find one group that no one's actually saying anything against you insulting. Right, exactly, because it, because it's kind of protected to insult these people in a way. Yeah, because to, uh, everyone does it. You know, or to, that's to, how they feel. Right, that's how they feel. Go ahead. No, I go. I, I was just, I was just, yeah, I was just confirming. I, I yes, was, that's how they feel. Because I wanted to make sure that we say not everybody is doing this. That that's the important thing is that yeah, they feel like they can get away with it because everybody does it. But hopefully, we can get people to speak out again. I was just going to say that uh, paraphrase, Greg Ferguson. There is a name for men who are attracted to women who are a little bit heavier. They're called heterosexuals, <laughs> right? <laughs> well, and that that could be that could be a very true thing. That because the, those spot that body style gets shamed, but probably when we look at studies, you know, we see that like we look at the difference between you know a model body type and a playboy playboy playmate body type, and the playboy playmate body type is a lot shape more has a lot more shape and a lot more curves to it, and men generally find that more attractive, right? Yeah. And females. Well, we're biologically programmed to find larger breasts, wider hips, larger behinds to be more sexually attractive because that those are the characteristics of somebody who can bear your offspring. Exactly. Can I get an amen? Amen. <laughs> amen. I don't say amen for religious reasons. That, that's fine. You know, but just thank God we're programmed <laughs> that way. Right. Um. You know, I was thinking also, these girls who are being dress code shamed, if they Mm -hmm. showed up in something really covering, like, say, a burqa. Oh, then they'd be really insulted. They'd be, the teachers would be, would be screaming down the school. Sure. You know, yeah. So anyway, so let's, uh, let's talk about the 14 most um, outrageous dress code scandals. And so number one, um, Cameron Boland lost her national honors society title for wearing spaghetti straps during a speech oh i i don't fucking get that at all i think it's stupid it doesn't make a lot of sense to me how do you lose if you're if you're already in an honors in honor society it, that 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 that's an achievement award right for your grades and shit right that doesn't have anything to do with how you dress mm. that has to do with how intelligent you are and how good grades you get well, apparently you're not very smart if you wear spaghetti straps, according to this. Um, number two. You can't give these awards out to Fluzies. Is this uh, Yvette Ray? 
was suspended for wearing a dress that hit mid-thigh on the final day of school. Now, it's funny, you know, uh, she was suspended on the final day of school, but if she wasn't a senior, they'll just they'll just enact that suspension for the next year, right? Mm-hmm. How ridiculous is it to suspend somebody on the final day of school? <clears throat> With just Seriously. hours left in her high school career. Oh, okay, here. Yvette was told to go home and change. When she refused, the teacher suspended her for insubordination and and threatened to hold her and hold her diploma. Wow. For wearing a dress that didn't hit mid-thigh. Well, and I think I saw something about this before where she was pointing out that the cheerleader's skirts are far shorter than what she was wearing. Oh, is she the one that I'm, pointed that out? She should out? have I worn a that, cheerleader skirt. I, 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 think, this I, is, I that. think that this is the one who, who did that because I remember oh, the picture. Oh, okay. I don't know. I remember talking. I remember saying that because that's one of the things I thought of when, when we looked at the cheerleading outfits for, our, for the school. I see. I love this. Three dozen school uh, girls were sent home for dress code violations on a 90-degree day. And so uh, it seems like it was a variety of things. Tube tops, low-cut tops, tops that expose the back, shorts, skirts, skorts that are shorter than four inches from the top of the knee. This sounds awful. This sounds like a, a dressing nightmare. Boys have three rules, no bandanas, no sagging tank pants, no tank tops. Yeah, the sagging pants thing is. I mean, I guess I, I guess I don't want to see people's underwear either. So right, so 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 pants should stay up. But well, sagging but, sagging pants and bandanas are are considered to be gang wear. Right, gang wear, whatever. I I don't but know. But the thing is, it's dozens of girls. It's not dozens of boys. Right. And it, there was the reference of uh, you have to be in clean and orderly fashion. It's a really hot day. These people could have just been sweating an awful lot and then the teacher's like oh you're not clean enough and send you home maybe uh, in houston the problem is that, that sweating doesn't help you <laughs> no it doesn't uh stephanie hughes who we talked about earlier was sent home for exposing her collarbone oh what a tramp that one that I, <laughs> incredible um her collarbones are not exposed yeah it is they're covered with skin well i mean uh, like the, the area where her collarbone are is exposed but you know you can't really see your collarbones not without x-ray vision what is what is the point is that is that sexy to somebody i don't know well you know i get i get well, my uh my brian monthly, i get i get collarbone monthly in the mail <laughs> you know brian, she's supposed to bottom line is mailbox, that, right up and uh that that's my afternoon gone <laughs> brian, brian the bottom line is that everything is sexy to somebody i know i mean here's the thing um I, 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 the, what was it the the character in R.I.P.D., the old Western sheriff in R.I.P.D., he was talking about women's ankles because that's all he ever got to see in the old days. Exactly. You know, they like the Spanish girls because they like to show a little ankle. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, Miranda Larkin was forced to change into a shaming suit for wearing uh, an almost knee-length skirt. The skirt... It just doesn't cover her knees. So she has to wear this dress code violation thing. Man, I'll tell you what. I would wear that shirt with pride. I would, I walk would around get five of them made and made and wear one each day to school. I think that I think that you can I think that the people that have to wear these shaming clothes, they can change the narrative. I think that they can that they can change the narrative and make this a a, a mark of pride to wear that shirt. Hey, guess what happened to me again? Woo! Yep, and and Look walk out of the school with the arms held high while Simple Minds plays in the background. Don't you forget about me. That's right. That is awesome. They don't send her home. You have to wear this shirt all day. I would go around going, hey, 
High five. <laughs> I think High you five. Can, I, I got a shirt. Exactly. I got I think, a new shirt. I think they can totally change the narrative on this. I think this is a bad idea. I think that I think this can be a, a point of pride for the. Um, but it doesn't have nice black and white up and down stripes or stripes right across them mm-hmm. or anything. So it's not as much fun. They could fix that a bit. <laughs> Make it look like they're totally in a jail. Yeah, they could. Um, so let's see. Eight-year-old Kylie was suspended for wearing the wrong shade of green. Holy fuck. Okay, I'm going to, you know, I, I will agree that this is not as green as the other shirt. But I think that if the school wants a uniform shade of green, they should provide it. Damn straight. Even still, when you wash clothes, they're going to fade. The color might change. Yeah. That is true. You know how many, uh, you know that Target stores have a uniform of khaki pants and red shirt? She was suspended for wearing a t-shirt that was the wrong shade of green. Holy fuck. Not even just told that she needs to change the shirt or get her mom to get her a new shirt. Suspended. Yeah. Yeah. Really? Now, uh, to my point, you know the Target stores have a uniform of a uniform dress of red shirt and khaki pants, right? Well, and, and much like Best Buy is the khaki pants with a blue shirt, and if you and if everybody walks in wearing that, you can really confuse the place. But if you <laughs> if you go into Target and you see the clerks and the people working there, their red shirts span the entire spectrum of red. Oh, sure, sure. I, I, I it's yeah. not. It's not all one color shade, right? Because they provide their own shirts, and and ba- from batch that to batch, they're fine different because they're still yeah. working there. Well, but here's the thing: here's the thing is that even even if they supply the shirts batch to batch, colors will be slightly different. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, unless unless you're going to a really consistent manufacturer, you know. But I mean, it, to, to get if, if you want shirts that are all the same color, you got to order them all at once. That's true. A school banned spaghetti straps. Um, and strapless dresses two days before homecoming. Fuck you. These people already have, probably homecoming is a big enough deal that a lot of these girls already have their fucking dresses. And you're, and now you're going to change the rules two days. Fuck you. Make you have to spend a whole bunch more money just to get a stupid strap on it. I mean, I know I I have, as long as they wear a bra, who cares? I already have my dress picked out. That's all I'm saying. (laughs) Good for you. (laughs) I'm happy for your, your thoughtfulness and actually doing it before time. Yeah, thank Mad you, Cat, you said strap on it, not <laughs> strap on, right? I'm just... just mm. do, you, do you think yeah. they should be wearing strap-ons? I think this might be appropriate, right? I think that yeah. that would be cool to have it to see that. It could be appropriate, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> More than 40 girls were sent home for wearing leggings without uh, dresses and skirts or shorts on top of them. Wow. So, I mean, I was this a, was this in protest because their shirts were not deemed long enough to wear with leggings it, because leggings are form fitting. So, so they this looks like it was it was this a protest? They're form fitting, but they're certainly not see through. No, they're they're not. I, there's nothing wrong with them. And what's that you call? I don't know if this picture is actually representative of the girls in question or if this picture is. Just a kind of a generic one. Not a competition about other animals, just made up. Yeah. Oh. I, I, I'm sorry. Um, would you like to share with the class, Mad Cat? Oh no, uh, <laughs> that was my roommate. He uh, he noticed a picture that I'm working on here, coloring. Oh okay. Ah. <laughs> it's a creature. I. You know, I want to. I want to go back to the strap well, thing. Mad okay, Cat, let's go I back hope to the strap thing. Pictures to color for the rest of the okay. class. We're 
We're going I back. Do have some. You want me to send them? Uh, we're going back to straps. <laughs> the, the, the strap thing is, is sticking in my mind. Okay. It's like uh, the strap can't be too thin or non-existent. But, I mean, like what? There is so little covered by even a thick strap. I mean, is that part of the skin considered a bean or something? It's just like a small part of the shoulder. Here's the thing. Is it if I'm going to be distracted by a girl, it doesn't matter how thick the strap is. Nope. The, 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 the whole thing that, that kills me about this, this, I, you know, men can't control themselves. It's such a bullshit argument for why these dress codes are, are, exist in the because well, that's another thing for sh- saying that they can't people can't control themselves when they're drunk. So they're allowed to rape people. <laughs> well, it's insulting to it's insulting to the boys in the class as it is to the as it is to the girls. Exactly. And, you know, I, I know that teenage boys don't really take much to distract. No, and they have to learn to deal with that, right? They have to be – once again, the, the real issue is teaching people to control their behavior. And that's more difficult than, than saying than, – than trying to shield them from what might be distracting them, which isn't going to work anyway. No, we, they're we, going to find another reason to be distracted by some person. Right, but in, or, I, mean, I mean, it's their own fault for being distracted. Girl, it's them. But no here's the thing: is that we're the we're, the other point that we're missing about this whole thing is that girls can be distracted by boys too. They they have well, the same. They have that the, is very true. They have the same sex pants. drive. Yeah, they have the same sex drive, and they have this, and they have the same hormones, and and they're and they're just as boy crazy as the as the boys are girl crazy at that time. And, and no one really wants to admit that but holy shoot yeah exactly so we need to be having to having a discussion about you know, with these kids that listen we know that you're having these feelings right but you have to learn that there's an appropriate time to express them and an inappropriate time and when you're at school and trying to learn is an inappropriate time and and but they're not having that conversation instead girls are getting shamed for the way that they dress mm-hmm. and it's not even brought into it was bad enough at one point in time when they would bring someone into the into the dean's office or whatever and being told, well, this is wrong. They do it right in front of everyone else and completely shame them. Right. And the other problem here is that these are teachers that are sexualizing the students, which is another problem that nobody is addressing. Why are teachers, say, uh, sexualizing students? Oh, they're too sexy. What the fuck is wrong with you? Mm-hmm. Why are you looking at the kid that way? Exactly. Why are you looking? Why are What's you sexualizing problem? my child? I see, I, I, um, I take a little bit of an exception to that because I think there's nothing wrong with recognizing that teenagers are sexually attractive. Just deal with it properly. Oh, and that's fine, too. So, that, that's fine. I mean, but the, it's the shaming that, that is, I mean. It's uh, the factor that they don't deal with it properly. They shame someone else for their attitude. Sure. But this next or one, what they feel. This next one is downright racism. Girl, and it's what, in Toronto. <laughs> this is the Canadian. Oh, surprise! surprise. Oh, Canada. This yeah. one's from <laughs> Canada. <laughs> A girl was humiliated and sent to the principal for her natural hair. Uh, the teacher said that it, that her um, her natural hair was too poofy and unprofessional, and said no one would hire you with that hair, with your hair like that. Um, uh, she's not being hired at school. And if exactly, what, what the fuck job is she doing there? Her job is to learn, and her and her hair is not going to prevent her from learning, no matter what it looks like. Um, and she's not looking at it. And see, and, <laughs> and if, she doesn't have to. And if she was working in a store, no one would buy anything from her. 
Oh my god. Wow. Never have an idea of that. So I'm sorry, Canada can't apologize enough for this. Was River Tam in that class with her? Because that's the only person (laughs) I know of who's who got freaked out by hair not being (laughs) up. Poofy hair. Um Cops were called when boys protested. Oh, actually, let me go back to this. So this is this is this is probably one that needs to be covered on its own at some point. Um, what black women do to their hair, like what the, for Beyonce to get her hair to look the way that it does, is a heck of a lot of work. Holy mackerel! So, and uh, Chris Rock has made a documentary called "The Good Hair," and and it was inspired when her when one of his daughters asked him, "Daddy, why don't I have the good hair?" And so I have not seen the documentary yet. I'm trying to find a place that I can watch it, but every I can't find a place to rent it for a price. So I, I need to find the documentary. I'd like to watch it. Um, but holy mackerel! I mean, this this is this is a much bigger um, thing than I was even aware of. Uh, the, this there's a lot of shame that go that that um, black women get for their natural hair, and probably black men to a certain extent too. But I think that um, I, I don't know we black see it, women especially, yeah, yeah, black women especially once again. Um, and it's very difficult. It's like um, it's just the same as a woman who has either extremely straight hair or extremely curly hair. Uh, the hair grows like that. Right. There's nothing you can do but get some kind of iron to either straighten it or make it curlier. And it depends on the teacher Wait, on whether correct. they like it curly or You can straight. put incredibly harsh chemicals in it. Well, that's what they well, do. Well, that is right? true, too. Here's the and thing. then they get mad because that, it smells. I actually think this girl's hair looks cool. <laughs> Yeah, it does. So it actually looks very good. I think it looks great. I I, I think that the, I think that that is that is great. I it doesn't look. I mean, it looks a little wild, I suppose, but it looks cool. I don't know. She has. You know, the I, fro, I wonder. The fro does it every time. Yeah, it's cool. I wonder if an afro is cooling in the summer. Like I, maybe it traps cooler air in there. Oh, an air gap, maybe. I don't know. That is possible because it does. It <clears throat> it comes out curly in the first place, and it's kind of. It could help keep you warm yeah. in the or cool in the you, summer you, and warm in the winter. You, you know, I, I know that in the summer when I when I walk out, like if the sun's really beating down on you, like just the sun on the top of your head, that that's a real dream. But you, you might not feel that as much if you got an apple. That's yeah, that's a good point. That's yeah, it could be. Yep. Anyway, um, cops were called when boys protested for girls' rights to wear uh, to not wear bras to school. Uh, Yay. <laughs> See, they Did were, the protest get violent or something? I don't know. Uh, when let's see, Kathleen, uh, a senior at high school uh, in Haley, Montana, wore a black cutoff shirt, t-shirt. She went. Uh, she went braless. No, black off the. Oh, I'm sorry. Black off the shoulder tee. Okay, and she went braless, but wore nipple stickers underneath for modesty. Uh, although her school's handbook does not specifically uh, does not specify that students uh, wear bras some uh, someone in the school building uh, complained that the girl was uh, w- had a lack of bra and made them uncomfortable well I guarantee you it wasn't a student <laughs> this was a teacher that was uncomfortable <laughs> yep probably because hers bouncing <laughs> and, you know, the that's right could it, be a, could it be another girl student uh, it could maybe I suppose that's true it probably it's was usually <laughs> jealousy. Let's say, let's just say, even it, if it was a guy, let's just say it probably wasn't a boy. It could be, maybe. I guess, yeah. He, I don't know. he broke he up was with jealousy, her. Jealousy didn't yeah. have good boobs like that. <laughs> uh, let's see. Um, she was asked to cover up and put on a bra. Uh, a group of boys wore bras on their over their over their t-shirts to protest the incident. 
which spurred a uh, parent to call the police out of concern that the boys were causing a uh, disturbance and making inappropriate gestures. The police declined to get involved with the situation, saying there's no crime that has been committed. Good for them. Because yep. because that because that's not typically what we've been seeing. We what we've been seeing is a police overreaction to some of this stuff. Um, in in you know when we when we hear about police in schools, it's not a good thing. And so they, so because there's no crime, they didn't get involved. I think that's awesome. I think that was the um, the appropriate thing. Um, I think that's very wonderful because, like you said, a lot of times you hear something like this, and it's not a good thing that they've been called to the place. Yeah, yeah, it should have given a strict warning to the parent. It was- Parents, look, don't call the police unless it's for something serious, buddy. Right, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> unless there's a real reason. Because, I'm sorry, boys wearing bras over their shirts, uh, it, it, that could be considered a disruption, right? I can see where that's where that we're, because of our social norms, we're going to find that disrupting. But if they had played it right, nobody would have said anything. They would have just ignored it, let the students have their ha-ha moment, and it would have gone away. But instead... This happened, and so it became a big thing. I guarantee you that if, the, if most of the time, if they would just ignore a lot of this stuff and go on with things, it, it, it would change. It would they change. wouldn't do a thing. Yeah. I, the, the fact that we're, that that they're making a big deal out of some of this stuff is what is what makes more of a problem than just um, letting somebody dress inappropriately and letting her peers handle it. Because it because well, it will true. get solved. That's true. Listen to us talking about it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <It'll>, exactly. <laughs> we heard about it, so we've got to. We've got to say, hey, you know, exactly. that's wrong. We're, we're going to do a, we're doing a more than an hour long podcast on this. <laughs> yes. Uh, we're almost done, though. Uh, Twelve schools made a body shaming video explaining its strict dress code. And so this is a funny video where they, where they show these dresses and, and the first ones are appropriate and then the next ones aren't. And the next ones are so appalling that there's a huge uproar. And they throw the table over and... <laughs> <laughs> I like that. Yeah, it was. It's 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 a good little. It's a it's a good little uh, art piece. Um, so this isn't really this. This is just talking about the shaming, and and so I, I think that they. I think it did did a good job, and uh, I really appreciate what they did here. Um, after getting called out for violating her school's dress code, this girl uh, went viral and for fighting back with the best way possible. And so, what does her shirt say? It says. If it doesn't cover your crotch, and on the back it says, you'll distract the boys. Yeah. And, and that right there sums up. That's about a 2X or a 3X t-shirt she's wearing. Well, if, if she wasn't wearing leggings with that, uh, pff, I think that we'd have a problem. Yep. <laughs> but she'd be sent home for the leggings, too. Yeah, exactly. She'd be sent home for the leggings, too. <laughs> so uh, this next one. One school sent home 70 students in one day for dress code violations. So apparently, uh, once again, <clears throat> miscellaneous things, 70 girls were sent home. But here's the thing. 70 girls were sent home. Not that boys. Is, no boys. That is ridiculous. So here, the, the bottom line here is that the way that these dress codes are being enforced is that is they're being used to shame girls. And they're being enforced on girls unfairly and inappropriately. And in the boys, I can't believe they even mentioned tight clothing is on flattering girls who are not very slim. Is that? I mean, isn't that crazy? Once yeah. again, you know, she can wear that, but you can't. So it's a double standard. Um, there is a there is one in here that I, I want to make sure that I mention. 
Um, it is the Oregon one. Oh, man, did I get it in here? Anyway, so in Oregon, uh, a group of students went to the uh, – they went to the um, – uh, what is it? The school council, not the school council, the um, the board, and uh, and they they laid out their why they thought this was inappropriate. There's a there's a good video of their testimony, and um, they were they were able to uh, to to put together a group that would um uh that would would design a dress code and and that that could be enforced and, and be enforced appropriately. And the first thing that was gone was no spaghetti straps. <laughs> So apparently that was the first thing that went. They're like, "This is ridiculous." It, it got kicked. Um, I have another one in here that that it, it's uh it's called Fine Law, uh, FineLaw.com, and it's so there is a legal um dress codes are legal. I wanted to know if it, I wanted to know if it was legal for them to have these dress codes, and and there is there is some legal guidance for dress codes, um, and, and so that does exist. Um, and, and so there, so there is law uh, about this that does exist. So, so it is legal for them to come up with some sort of a dress code. Um, I, I, the shaming should be I- illegal, but the dress codes are legal. Um, what was his last one? Dress code violation fashion. Oh, Marilyn, Marilyn Manson t-shirts. That's, that's norms for a long, long time. Any type of t-shirts that has any singer or singers who go against what the school, do, uh, preaches. Right, so there, there you go. Been there for a long time. That one. Yeah, so I'll have to get the. I, I'm missing the Oregon one. I think in here. Um, Wear school clothes colors only. What if their school colors are yellow and pink? So Ooh. this this was in Oregon. Uh, so girls fight back against gender bias in dress codes, and they are heavily gender biased. I mean, here's the thing: is that going through these dress codes, that um, there is a heavy bias against women. Mm-hmm. So I, I I put it in here. Um, so I'll make sure that's in this. So anyway, uh, yeah, this, this became a problem for us because we were concerned, like what we were going to have to put up with the dress codes, because we came from a place that really had didn't have any um, to this, and uh, in like I say. The schools that we're going to, they haven't really, in- uh, but clearly <clears throat> that this is being violated and is a problem in a lot of places, these dress codes. And I, I you know, I, I don't know that there should be a dress code. I think, it, I think that, I mean, uh, certainly the people should be wearing shoes for because it's a safety concern. And any sort of dress code that we have should be m- about safety, right? Um, I mean, certainly if you're in, if you're working in science, you don't want baggy sleeves, right? Um, and, and things like that. There, there are certain times when, when, when dress codes are certainly appropriate. Uh, but the way that, you know, I asked my kids, um, you know, about them. And what my, what one of my kids said is, um, she, she felt that, uh, the girl, that, uh, people should wear clothes. <laughs> uh, and so they just have to wear something. Well, what if you can see their, what, what about side boob? Yeah, whatever. <laughs> So my so and my other one is so like, you go to class in a bikini. Well, I mean, here's the thing: is that it's appropriate at the pool. What makes it inappropriate for school, particularly in Texas, where it's a million degrees? That's true. I suppose so. So I mean, I'm I'm not I I wouldn't say that there should be no, necessarily no dress codes, right? But it should be it should be about um, form and function as as opposed to shaming you and know, opposed to opposed to uh, just signaling out a specific group of group of people right which is what it's doing i mean these these dress yep. codes are used to shame girls that's all that that for from from where i'm sitting that's all they're used for here's the thing is i cannot think of a hair color that i would consider distracting there's no hair color that you can possibly have that's going to distract me for more than a second i'm going to go oh okay cool and i'm going to go back to my thing right 
What what could what yeah, could you, you just let everyone go about and say, hey, that's pretty cool. That's pretty interesting hair at the start of the class, then it's all over. Exactly. And and if nobody makes a big deal of it, then it just becomes the person with the mohawk, right? That per, that person just happens yeah. to have a mohawk. The shock value goes away when nobody is shocked. You know exactly. what? These people who are being called out on distracting hair should dye their hair camouflage. <laughs> <laughs> What could what could you do to hair that's that could be that distracting? And I still do not understand. Um, well, it's not like they have birds in their hair. Christmas <laughs> lights. I often do. <laughs> what I mean, hair? You keep talking about this hair like it's a thing. It's something. Okay, I often have birds on my head. There you go. <laughs> oh man. Okay, so we've gone an hour. I I I. I <laughs> <laughs> thank, thank, thank you, everybody, for indulging my my, my little rant here because the, the, uh, you know the, this is this bothers the crap out of me and I don't like it. I don't blame you. It is a very aggravating uh, thing that they are doing this, and shaming is ridiculous. And I have three girls, and I'm just waiting for for this to be an issue. Oh boy! Yeah, you're, you're hoping. <laughs> I am, you're, I am. you're asking every day, like I, exactly. Is, is somebody, is, is, just is waiting for the boyfriends to come dressing? over. Please tell me somebody. And put you down for what you're. I'm gonna sue them so bad. <laughs> <laughs> I do kind of want to fight. I mean, if it's something ridiculous, right? Um, if if they send them home because they're in science class and and their their sleeves were getting into the the Bunsen burner, well, I'm sorry, you, your sleeves have got to stay out of the Bunsen burner. Mm-hmm. Wear clothes that are not going to cause damage. To exactly. Yourself. So so oh, here's the thing: is that I really think that dress code should be about safety and function. As mm-hmm. as opposed to opposed to covering up people's bodies because exactly. we're, we're, we are so fucking prude. But there's no reason for us to be this prude. Uh, it's I, just besides no. people are ignorant mm. and don't understand their own feelings that they have to force upon others to to do something so that they can deal with their own feelings. Exactly. I mean, if you've got to cover, if you've got to wear pants to cover up the caning marks, I understand wear those pants, right? But nobody cares about the caning marks. Really, we all understand. Mm-hmm. And it's really funny in um, for anything to be done in uh, Toronto, considering the rules in Ontario now saying that uh, women can go topless. We've had that since the 90s. Yeah, and New York has a, has a similar it's rule. Like, I strange. promise you Texas doesn't. I... I <laughs> That's too much yeah. for us Southern but, folk. Well, no one really does it. I've only known mm. one girl to do it, and she was doing it. Her room faced towards Algoma, Algonquin uh, Railway, where the railway men worked. So she'd walk past to tease the men, and it's like, that is not a good idea, you moron. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so... You really that. That, that 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 is baiting at that point, right? I mean, that one is baiting, and, and yes, you probably you probably deserve the catcalls at that point. But as long as it go, doesn't go beyond that, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, she maybe did she get she got yeah, some sort it's of. It's not like it's not like women are like completely taking advantage of the water. They can bear their breasts in Ontario and going around the top with all of them. Well, okay. Uh, but the reason I think only that that's certain people do that. The, the reason that I think that that's important is because of breastfeeding. Because where we have laws against women showing their breasts. Sometimes that's where that's where we have people that complain about breastfeeding, right? So if yeah. it, so so if it's already if it's already legal for a woman to, to to have their breasts out in public, then breastfeeding it's like she you know you what are you going to complain about? Are you going to complain they about the still woman? Do. Yeah, well, okay, they probably do, but 
there's less legal recourse too, and there should be no legal recourse for breastfeeding. It's because it's fucking ridiculous. But uh, well, it's, the breastfeeding it's is not a religious part. thing. Yeah. Well. Yeah. A lot of times, anyway. Sure. But here's the thing: is that the, these modesty rules and stuff like that are are archaic, and they're archaic, and they're taught to us. Yeah. Exactly. I mean. Shall we move on to the Loch Ness Monster? Oh, you want to do the Loch Ness? Yeah, we can do that, but yeah, let's do that, and then we'll be done. Yeah. Okay, the Loch Ness Monster. Oh, that photograph. Yeah. Let's see. (laughs) I was was prepping. I got to still work that in there in order to make my uh, (laughs) opening of the show make sense. Okay, yeah, sure. I'm sorry. Yes, do it. (laughs) (laughs) Ah, yes. It looks like a sealed snake. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, you look at the I mean, apparently, um, there's this new... A uh, really clear photograph out that looked like a serpentine form going through Loch Ness. To me, that looks like an anaconda. Actually, I think it's three seals. Yeah. I, I'm oh, is it? it? Okay. It's very easily beaten. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it does. Yeah, the face looks more like it seals. Does. Okay. All you right. can see the seal's head up the far left. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Three seals. Okay. I thought yeah. it was a seal with someone putting a snake body well, in wait. the back, but no, it does look like three seals. Are there seals on Loch Ness, or did this come from somewhere else? I believe uh, there are Loch Ness. I didn't know that. Seals go, uh, Loch Ness does connect with the ocean, <clears throat> and seals yeah. kind of go wherever there's food. Hmm, okay. Yeah. So, yeah, um, this could very easily be three seals. The photographer thinks it's Ness. Uh, but the thing is, the photographer didn't even notice um, the... the uh, the anomaly in the picture until after he got home and started uh, looking through it and stuff. And he, and I guess he had to, probably had to zoom way in on it using a very high resolution camera. Mm-hmm. And this should tell you that this thing wasn't some giant creature that emerged from the depth um, that like, if it was, he wouldn't be able to avoid seeing it. It would be no. just like, well, what's that huge thing over there? So well, that all depends. I mean, elef- elephants have been known to be able to sneak up on people. So. <laughs> <laughs> I suppose it depends on if you're looking right at them. But um, but yeah, th- this was something that uh, obviously a, uh, of a smaller size um, doesn't seem to be the general like huge size that we'd associate with what we picture Nessie to be. And if you look at the picture, I think we all thought it's fairly obvious that this could very easily be three seals in a row. Yeah. Yep. And the head isn't up out of the water like they're used to for the Loch Ness Monster, and the neck is not that long. So, no. <laughs> it's definitely a seal in front. It certainly would appear that way. Yeah. But the here's, a, here's the thing you said. He, here's the thing is that once again we have a picture with no context, right? Here th- he could have been taking pictures all day long of the seals, and then finally got one that's like, ah, this is the one. Mm-hmm. But we have, we have no idea. And in uh, in if it was me, I too would claim I didn't even realize I had gotten the picture. No, but but you wouldn't the, claim that it was Loch Ness monster either. No, I wouldn't. The picture about mm-hmm. halfway down the page is really really clear, and that looks like the Loch Ness monster. The one in color, the one that's green. Green? Yeah. I'm not seeing a green picture. <laughs> Keep going. <laughs> oh, there we go. Oh, that's yeah. Green. It's very that's clear. not too far away from shore. Not same thing there. There we go, yes. <laughs> yes, I see the green one. That, that is very convincing. Okay. <laughs> oh, there, yeah, yeah, that, yeah, that, that is convincing. <laughs> that is convincing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. the humps. Loch Ness has humps. It humps. Yeah, <laughs> seals seem seals seem very plausible as the, as an explanation. Okay, those are just giant mute seals. Well, we have no idea how big they are from this yeah. picture. You know, the Loch Ness monster is 
is depicted as generally having humps. There's a much simpler explanation than an ancient sea serpent, which is swimming camel. Occam's razor. I don't know. I'm I'm telling you that this particular uh, Loch Ness Monster is guilty of a dress code violation for sure. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) What the hell is that? (laughs) Oh, that's just a pike, guys. Oh. Sorry, I just went down to the scary washed-up sea creatures here and... Yeah, well, but here's the thing is that, you know, when, when people don't know what something is, you know, it's easy to, they to have cling to. They have to make up something. They got to make up something, right? There you go. Another Loch Ness well, Monster that's sighting. That's a turtle. <laughs> here's the thing. I don't know. This is from the Daily Star. Are they a tabloid? Are, are they are they promoting this as, as actually the monster? They're asking are they you skeptical? to decide if it's a Loch Ness Monster, which is pretty much the same thing. Yeah, exactly. They're putting in your mind the thought that it's a Loch Ness monster. What is what is interesting though is that if you look at the very at you know at the top picture that's supposed to be the Loch Ness monster, the one we think are the seals. If you look at the very top of the picture, which is the farthest part of the field, in the middle, you see a swimming Sasquatch. <laughs> you looked. I know you looked. <laughs> I see it. I see it. Which one? <laughs> uh, this looks like a tabloid to me. It's got to be Lindsay yeah, Lohan. Yeah, it's a tabloid. Yeah, yeah, very much so. We got. I mean, we, wait him up. Wait him up. Because Kim yeah. Kardashian's all over it. So this this is not. This is one step away from the Daily Fail. Oh, the Daily Star was uh, was <clears throat> one of those rags out on the like the Inquirer. Yeah. 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 One of those type of rags. I like this quote. If you're fishing out there. It's the sort of place where you can get to tingle up your spine and second guess what you're seeing. You start seeing things when you know there's nothing there. <laughs> right. The problem is that, that that tingling in the spine is a jellyfish, and they shouldn't have they shouldn't have swam there in the first place. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, there you go. Something bit off his foot. Yeah. Well, you're swimming somewhere where there's something that can bite off your foot. So we talked about masturbation. <clears throat> And sex mm-hmm. addiction. We talked about dress codes, and and we talked about about the Loch Ness monster. That seems like a show to me. Yep. Seems and like we get a little bit of monster shaming at the end. <laughs> yep. All right. Yep. Say good night, everybody. Good night, everybody. Good night. It's another one in the can. I shouldn't have to prompt you for that. If you've made it this far, that's an hour of your time. You're never getting back. But the amateur skeptics appreciate you giving that hour to us. If you'd like to tell us how you felt about spending that hour with us, let us know at WTF at AmateurSkeptics.com. The Amateur Skeptics Podcast is distributed under a Creative Commons Sharealike No Derivatives 3.5 license. Intro music by Peter Kennels. Find more of Peter's music at SoundCloud.com forward slash P-K-A-N-O-L. Exit music by OFM. Find more of their music at myspace.com forward slash OFMHQ. Artwork for the Amateur Skeptics by Sean Smith Board. Copyright Shadow Knight Digital Portraiture.